I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to ShamelessSex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at PurePleasureShop.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Shameless Sex Podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Your favorite people to talk all about sex. It really, yeah, it really is a good time every time we record. I have fun. I look forward to it. I do, too. This is one of my favorite things to do. And I also like spending time with you one-on-one, Chip. And this allows more time for that. We realize, though, that we... Talk about work all the time. We talk about work all the time. Well, between the book that will be out later this year and then normal everyday podcast stuff and all the other projects we have... It, we go out sometimes and we're like, we're not talking about work. And then we almost then always like, do. Oh my God. Did you say that email that came in? I'm like, damn it. It's really hard. Okay. Well, we both love what we do. So that's a good so thing. So it never really feels like work. No. Yeah. Yeah. We love these conversations it's and true. it's sex and relationships. So it's extra fun. And this episode is with Pamela Madsen. We've been huge fans of her work for years. It's on long arousal, arousal arcs and erotic energy. Basically how to have more arousal, longer arousal, more turn on, more juiciness she's in your body. pretty big. Like she's awesome. She's like amazing. She has a she's lot of bold cred. and just like yeah. she's, she's a shameless. She's shameless. She is shameless. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're happy to have her. So stay tuned for that. And yep. also stay tuned because there is a teaser, a pleaser, a sizzler that you're going to Some want to hear. <laughs> yes. It's a short little example of what you would get when you listen to good moms, bad choices, because they are awesome. They've been on our show before for humans that we love mm-hmm. and they like to smoke the weed they like to talk <laughs> about being moms they talk about sex and they're part of our network yep and so that will be at the very end of the show so do not tune out stay tuned because you might discover something else that you want to listen to within our network i want to tell everyone something great because if you don't follow amy on instagram oh. you definitely are missing out because she's got a pretty fun, uh, not only posts, but your stories are hilarious. Like a- Perry, that my dog is a swinger. P- yes, there's a ton of different things. You can see why if you go and follow her. What is your handle? My handle is Amy Shameless Sex or at Amy Shameless Sex. We've trained Sex, you A-M-Y, well. Yeah, at Amy Shameless Sex. Go follow me. I'm trying to get to the 10K mark, y'all. So go and follow me and You're follow close. Shameless Sex yeah. too. I'm very close. And um, there's a really interesting photo I'll have to show you later that I just posted at, that someone found. It's of me. Um, pump. I'll say I was 18. I was very young, and I'm. I was at a. a I used to throw lingerie parties at my house when I was a younger person. How? And it's like Amy with high school. Yeah, somewhere around there. It's Amy with baby fat, wearing a leather bra with a bullwhip all tied around myself, handcuffed to someone next to me. You don't. I know you can't see the someone there, but it, I, it shows that I don't know how to use bullwhip. It's pretty. Well, <laughs> damn, that's serious. Where'd you get that bullwhip? Uh, I have no idea. I was. I think I was 18. So. Well, I love. <laughs> your Instagram and yes. I'm rarely on the socials but I do get enjoyment every time Thanks, I Chip. am there. I creep on in. Go follow yeah, me. Sorry Y'all if go you follow me. me and I don't follow. I'm, I'll yeah. post pictures of her on mine. So there you, there you go. go. Amy's much better with it. Yeah, there you go. So go follow me Amy's Famous Sex on Instagram and then also guess what? If you live in Salt Lake City. We love Salt Lake City. SLC. SLC. We love you and we will be in SLC once again. Well we were supposed to be there in 2020 but it got cancelled in April we were supposed to have a workshop. You pandemic deal yeah whatever i'm tired of it tired so basically this is the rescheduling so uh we've sold out before uh when we did this in two it was like 2019 we were smaller then too so go get your tickets it's a really good deal Uh and uh you even get money to basically go shopping shopping in the store after we teach so so the class we're teaching is on february 25th this is 2023 at blue boutique i think but in their sugar house location we love 
love Blue Boutique. They're awesome. Did you say I think? Well, I know. I know. I was like, no, we're, we're, we're there. in the Sugar House location <laughs> in Blue Boutique, February 25th in the evenings. This is a Saturday night and we're teaching G-Spots, P-Spots and Backdoor Lovin'. Basically, it's a Penetration 101 class about penetrating all the holes in the right ways. Yeah. So if you have a penis, a vulva, all bits in between. An ass. An ass. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. Uh, you can benefit and we're quite entertaining when we're in person. Well, yeah. I guess hopefully we're entertaining when yeah. we're not in person. I think we're funny. But uh, you can go, yeah. you can go <laughs> get your tickets in the Sugar House location. Again, this is Blue Boutique. We love you, Blue Boutique. And we can't wait to come back to Salt Lake City. We love you. Are you ready for a sex question? Chip? I sure am. I haven't even read it. All right. Here we go. I love my partner's pussy. Yes, you do. I love that about you. I can't get enough of it. I seem to have my oral game down because she usually comes easily from it. But I can't get her to orgasm with my hands. She said she's never been able to orgasm with her hands alone either. Do you have any tips or techniques for how I can learn to get her off manually with those digits? So they're not into wanting to use any sex toys? Is that how, is that how it seems? I'm, or I, I, We can talk about that too, but it seems like they really want to learn how to get their hand game down. Like they got that mouth game works. And I know, I actually know a number of people who can really get off to have someone going down on their pussy, but hands haven't really been something they have learned to get off it's to. funny, I'm the opposite. You're I'm more hands than mouth. Hands than mouth. Uh, mouth helps the blood flow kind of start. The yeah. arousal start. But sometimes I need just more uh, firmness than yeah. a tongue or like a full face. I know. I, I'm also with you. Like I don't really get off to to oral sex on my um, on my own pussy. Um, I'm more like vibrators, hands, cocks, things yeah. like that. But I know some people that it's the only way they orgasm is from oral sex. Oh, totally. I mean, there's so there's so many humans and people, and also they could change. We yes. might and in five years from now we yeah. might be like, oh, we can only get off with the mouth. Now I only get off with my pinky. But I will suggest <laughs> for this human that wrote this, if you want to stimulate someone manually with your hands specifically make sure you have clean hands make sure your your nails are trimmed because oh, if yeah. you have long nails or if there's no sharpness on your in your like on your fingertips oh, because that can be really uncomfortable and then sometimes um if you have any like uh, rings that could possibly hook that that they're serious. They could be serious. I've thought about this before. So I have rings all over my my. Like I have a, on each hand. I think I have like two to three rings. And I, I get like you know my, when I'm given a yield yeah. yield HJ. My partner never complains. But I think about it. I'm like you can feel all this metal on your cock. Well, I but, have okay. this feel this feel this rough ring that happened the other day. I that never take painful. it off. It and it, the same thing happened. But it, he did feel. Oh really? And he was like, whoa, I've never felt that ring before. But I, I was like, maybe I think I, my partner's just like a hands on my cock. I don't care. Yeah. Like <laughs> this is great. I'll take it. It's great. So for this person, we're talking about uh, pleasuring vulvas in particular. One thing, we'll give you like a, co a couple other tips. So one thing that we absolutely, absolutely love is OMGS. OMGS.com yeah. is life changing when it comes to hands on vulva stimulation. And season one is all about external stimulation. Season two is internal stimulation. Season three is using sex toys. And you and can buy all three seasons. Yeah. And we have a, a code. If, that's you, if you go to OMGS.com slash shameless, you get... 10% off, I believe. Oh, sorry. It's not yeah. shameless. Is, is it? Yeah. No, yes, it's shameless. Slash shameless. Yeah. yeah. OMGS.com slash shameless. Slash shameless. Yeah. You get, well, you can buy just one season, but once you purchase any of the seasons, it's yours forever and yeah. you can watch it again and again and again. There's no subscription. There's no hidden fees. It's a one time and done. And it's a tool. It's not just some educational bullshit. It's a tool that you can use again and again with, mo they have modules that yeah. you practice. They are, they actually move with you and your fingers and, or your mouse, depending on what device you're using. Well, what I, what I love is it shows you the variety of techniques, right? So say your partner has only tried touching their own vulva or you've only tried touching the vulva by stimulating stimulating on or around the clitoris and you don't have only done swirls or you've only done strokes or you've done the brrr or whatever that is. Yeah. And they show you all these other ways to touch and every body is so different. We all have different nerve endings. We get off in different ways. You know, some people used to masturbate, masturbate by scooting on the couch. They might like more stimulation on their outer labia. Um, and so it shows you these different options and things to try. So you could study up on this by watching OMGS and then practice these tools with your partner or you could watch it together or your partner could watch it and go through all of them and just test them out and see what feels good, what doesn't, what's like a you know a 10, like, woo, and what's like a zero, like, I don't really feel anything. And we're not the only ones recommending this. Oh uh, there's like mainstream media that recommends it like L and Men's Health and GQ and Vogue and O Magazine and Vice and People, Psychology Today. So this is not just something that we're like, hey, we promise this will work. This has a ton of research, real human beings. And yeah. the reason that we're spending so much time with talking about this is it's the perfect answer for this 
listener to uh, explore. And we've had, and you can explore with your partner. Exactly. And we've received so many emails from listeners who've tried it and they're like, thank you. Thank it says God. Emma Watson gave OMGS a shout out on All her right. website. I didn't even know that. That's that, awesome. I love that. From Harry Potter. Oh, from Harry Potter. Yeah. No, it's absolutely wonderful. Go check out OMGS.com slash shameless. And then the other things I would say is to, one is the ex- experimentation, but get rid of the goals. You know, we're really big on that. You're not, it's not a goal oriented thing. Like I'm going to get you off of I'm my fingers. Make you because and then also invite your partner that you're stimulating your I think she you said her so that they're not set on goals either it's if you need a goal it's pleasure let's see what feels good what doesn't but if your goal is I'm going to get you off or I'm going to have an orgasm or you're going to have going to have an orgasm that puts everyone in their heads instead just make it this open-ended exploration and try all kinds of different things the pads of your fingers the palm of your hands stimulating you know lubrication using lubrication uber lube for sure don't use and most people don't like creepy pokey pointy finger although for anal stimulation that can be good but like you you know yeah you're thinking more like massage and massaging the vulva and that includes beyond the clitoris you know that is the the external labia the clitoris all these tissues for a lot of people the head the clitoris is too much so just get creative go slow a lot of communication and a lot of lubrication absolutely all right thank you for that question are you ready for a bio yeah Pamela Madsen, a somatic wellness coach with a master's in education, has coached hundreds of women and couples on their journey back into their bodies. A pioneer in fertility and sex advocacy, she is also the author of Shameless, How I Ditched the Diet, Got Naked, Found True Pleasure, and Still Got Home in Time to Cook Dinner. I love that. That's awesome. Pamela has appeared on Oprah, Cosmopolitan, Women's Health, BuzzFeed, 60 Minutes, CNN, The New York Times, USA Today, and many more. To learn more, visit backtothebody.org. All right, everyone, it is interview time, and we are here. If you're watching us on YouTube, we have three screens. Usually April and I are right next to each other, but she is in another state. So we are using the magic of technology to talk to Pamela Madsen, April Lampert, and Amy Baldwin all in one sitting over Zoom. Uh, If you're not watching us on YouTube, go check it out because then you can actually see our beautiful faces. And I don't know, maybe we have some fun like hand gestures or like little little sock puppets. Who knows what's going to (laughs) happen? Okay, so Pamela, so happy to have you on the show. Uh, We've been aware of your work for close to a decade, maybe longer. I believe you taught at Pure Pleasure a while ago when we had the brick and mortar store. And we know a number of people that are huge fans of you, including really incredible sex educators. So that says a lot of people that we really trust, like Kenneth Play, Dolly Josette. Uh, and our listeners just heard a little bit about you in the bio, but uh, and I know we could probably talk about this for a long time, but can you please tell our listeners a little bit more about how you got to where you are today in the field of sexuality? You know, it's, it's, we'll go real, really read his digest. So, um, in my book, Shameless, I know we got like a shameless, shameless thing going Ooh. on. Um, in my book, Shameless, um, I talk about, what do we just say, turning 40 and being married for, you know, a bunch of decades. Cause I was one of those girls who got married to our high school sweetheart and have been with my husband since I'm 17. So, you know, everything like felt like really good. I mean, we did licky, licky, fucky, fucky, sucky, sucky. I came, he came. It was all good. What was, what more was there to know about sex? You know, we did all the things, I, you know, bent over. I jumped on him. He jumped on me. You know, it was all good. And around 40, after kids and after infertility, my girlfriend started to have, oh my God, affairs. So you have to realize that my generation, which is in the 50s, some may be in the 60s, we didn't have consensual non-monogamy. We didn't have these words. We didn't have poly. We had cheating. It was just like, (laughs) it was just cheating. That's all it was, you know, and it was all my girlfriends and they looked fabulous and they were having the great, the greatest time of their lives. And I was monogamous and happy enough and kind of bored and wanted kind of have this feeling that there was more around eroticism and sexuality than had to do with my marriage bed. And and then I met a gay man. And I love to say that everything I learned about sex, I learned from gay men, 
which is kind of a little bit true because they're the great permissioners around sex, or at least they were in my time. And I had a massage therapist and he started to tell me about erotic massages. And I, be, I had my like Samantha in the city moment and was knocked him unconscious. Was like massage, touch, one way, not cheating. I could do that. I was like that girl in the chorus line. I could do that. Boo, boo, boo. Only I couldn't do that because we're talking in, we're, let's see, my book was in 2011. You know, we're talking the 90s and it was drier than a desert out there for women. I mean, if you were a guy, you could get Genghis Khan's twin daughters to come blow you in a penthouse in Dubai. Okay. You had the money, write the check, you could get it. If you were a woman, it didn't exist. So I may be telling too long a story. I'll speak, I'll I'll pick it up. No, it's a good story. Keep no, it's amazing. Yes, yes. So what I did, like any, you know, innovative woman, is I tracked it down. And I went to, I ended up going to, then it was called, I think it's gone now, M for M massage, because you couldn't find it for women. So like now you can turn on Facebook or wherever and you'll see tantric this and erotic massage this and, you know, all the stuff. But no, it wasn't there for women. So I went to the source. I went to gay men and I wrote to gay men and they said, look, I don't want you to fuck me. I, you don't have to fuck me. But do you think you could touch a pussy? Like, could you do like an erotic massage and instead of a dick, do a pussy? And I got all kinds of responses. And finally, I got a couple of yeses and I went on this journey. And with the, you know, the sacred sexuality underground, mainstream Pamela Madsen, fertility goddess, executive director, the American Fertility Association, seen on Oprah, the Today Show is now scurrying around lower Manhattan, trying to find a happy ending massage. And some weren't so happy. And some were, and that led me on this journey of exploration. And then I found sexological body work, and I went and got training. And I had this huge blog back in the day when blogs were blogs. And um, everything sort of exploded in my life. Like I got outed because I liked spanking, and I wrote about that on my blog. <gasps> and this is like right before. So naughty. This is right before Fifty Shades of Grey came out and everybody was spanking everybody. So it was a little bit ahead of my time. And so, yeah, that, you know, all those experiences led me to leaving the American Fertility Association and then deciding that, okay, maybe it's time for me to launch something new for women, take all the experiences I had as a client and then my certification and my training and turn it into a safer place for women to actually get access to what I wanted but couldn't find. And that's what got me here. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I was a kindergarten teacher. Doesn't that frighten <laughs> everybody? Just, just throwing that in. <laughs> I bet yeah, you were the I last one. I bet I you were the, so good. I was so great. Anyway, so that was sort of my journey. And so we founded Back to the Body about 10 years ago. And we've been sold out for 10 years. And now there are studies about the work, and and that's how I know about long tail arousal. Wait, so are you bored with your husband anymore, or did that change everything? Oh, it changed everything and nothing. Okay. Um, to be perfectly honest, I mean, um, I've been with my husband for forty years. I am non-monogamous. I stopped being monogamous some maybe around 10 years ago. I am, I love the word. I thought I invented it and then I found out somebody else did. Don't you hate when that happens? <laughs> um, I thought I had invented monogamish, but then I found out Dan Savage did. It really like, I was depressed for about a week. But so I'm, I'm monogamish and which means that my primary partner is my husband. And I usually have a second, I'm usually a secondary partner of somebody else who has a primary partner. And I'm usually in a DS relationship. So, and that's amenable to my husband because DS is not something he does. And um, I have high, high core erotic novelty needs. And so that allows me to be able to play safe enough. And so, um, you know, ma- marriage changes. 
And what's hot when you're 17 isn't always hot when you're 40 or 50. And not everybody wants to go on the journey, but they want to stay married. So my husband doesn't want to go on the journey. Oh, really? Okay. okay. Yeah, but he but he set up my internet so I could do this with you. Oh, thank you, husband. So, thank yeah, you. He's super supportive. And he hates Apple products. Sorry to add him there. <laughs> and he hates Apple products. But besides that, he's a really great man. And he doesn't stop me from living my life. Like I'm not caged. I can be married and have a family, and he doesn't have to own my pussy. Mm. Unless you want him to, because he like DS stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, but usually not with him. <laughs> not it just depends it. on your mood. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love this story. Thank you for answering my question about the the boredom piece because that is common in long term relationships. The boredom piece. So I love that we're talking about a subject that can involve long term relationships to short term relationships because this is about long arousal arousal arcs, which I'm curious about, and then erotic energy as well. But I'm really curious, what is long arousal, first of all? Does it differ from orgasm? Yes. So here's the deal. Most of us could grab, I'm just going to do like broad sweeps, okay? So I don't know about you, but if I'm like feeling stressed or I want to go to sleep or whatever, I just want to, I'll be a little cracked, okay? I just want to rub one off. Okay, so I can grab my, I, I'm a I'm magic wand girl, you know, everybody has their thing. And so get my magic wand, like figure out that I have five minutes of peace in my bedroom before somebody stops watching television in the other room. And five minutes, I can come and I can come a whole bunch of times. Arousal has very little to do with that scenario. That's really about getting off, about coming, about climax. Okay, now that is the experience, though, of so many people around sex. It's the orgasmic Olympics. It's how quickly can we get to, if let's say if we're talking about heteronormative relationships, just be able to be boring for a minute, straight woman, straight man, they're going to go at it and have themselves a good old time. He gets hard right away. He's looking for her to get wet. She's moaning and groaning. He goes inside. He touches. Oh, she's wet. She's ready. Yay. Now I'm going to fuck her. Terrific. And it's over in about five to 10 minutes. If she's really lucky, maybe she has a climax. Maybe she even feels something. And it's done. Boo-hoo. Okay? Really boo-hoo. And that is the patriarchal model of sex. And, you know, it's based on male arousal, which is pretty immediate and really just wants to go. So what happens and what we've learned um, at Back to the Body is let's put a woman on a table. We work on a massage table for 90 minutes, one-way touch. She's just receiving pleasure for 90 minutes and maybe for an hour. We're just going to drive by her vulva. We're just going to tease. We're using her whole body to the point where she is moaning and groaning and is moving in and out of erotic trance states. And then by the time we get to really get to her vulva, and I'm not just like talking about teasing at her lips and little drive-bys and inner thigh work and all of that. But then we start to go you know, deeper into the velvet curtains. And really, you know, invite her clitoris and her vagina directly into the party. What happens then is an orgasmic state that is extraordinary because her vulva now is so full of blood. Her breath, she's moving, she's dancing with arousal. That is long-term arousal. And you know what? If I had to choose between the sneeze, which is what I call the climax or the orgasm or that, give me that. Mm-hmm. Give me that. Because And when I do live demos for um, our women, and they often think that I've had climaxes, but I haven't. I'm just so deeply in my pleasure and so deeply in the in the ups and downs of 
arousal loops that it looks and sounds like orgasm. Mm. And I actually think maybe we should change the language because it is orgasm. It's not climax. Mm -hmm. So long tail arousal, arousal arts is orgasmic energy. And so when women tell me that they don't have orgasm, what they're often saying to me is they don't climax. They don't climax. But you put one of those ladies on a table and you give her Epicurean touch. You get her to put down her hypervigilance so she's safe enough. You know, she knows she's not giving back. She's just receiving. Then women really like get in touch with what is possible for them and their bodies. And then they can take that out wherever they want. There's something to be said about the the one-way touch and the not having this goal of having to get from point A to point B and point B being the climax piece. And I'm really curious about uh, long arousal or what was the other term you used for it? You had, it says long term. Long tail arousal. Long tail. Long tail arousal. Is this something that's available to people of all genders and bits? Is it easier to access for certain people? You're, I know you're talking more so for vulva owners or, or women identified folks, uh, but is long arousal something that everyone can experience? Absolutely. And I, we teach that. Um, we usually do one male demo at a retreat. Um, basically, look, what's the key? The key is not to be genital driven. Okay. That's the key. So if you're working on a man's body or a woman's body, there are like there are armpits, right? Armpits can be really hot, long strokes from the, the top of your head down to your toes, inner thighs are so hot. Like, you know, sometimes we 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 do kiss, kiss, bite. Well, not at my retreats, but like if you are with a couple, which you were talking about. I mean, learning to do little things like, you know, let's say it is a vulva, little little bites on the inside of the thigh and then a lovely little kiss, right? And keeping that going for a while. Um, the same thing with men. Like how much can you first, when I teach doing it for men, I like to start with a massage. Men, just like women, need to relax in their bodies. They need to let their day go. So I start with the head and I work my way down to the toes. Then I work my way back up until he's starting to moan and you start to bring in your nails and you start to bring in your mouth and you just mix it up. And yeah, you bring in the cock, but you don't stay there forever. And you make you bring it to the place where he's moaning. I mean, you know, the technical word for some of this is edging, mm -hmm. but it's like edging the whole body. And really being patient for your partner's pleasure. Like having erotic endurance. That's, some, that's another term we use. Like, can you have erotic endurance? Whether you as a giver, are you going to rush your, your partner to orgasm, to climax? Or can you have erotic endurance and like put them on a breathless marathon, right? Can you like really stand there for your partner's pleasure? And this and that goes for, for either sex. But women traditionally have gotten the, oh my God, what a terrible metaphor I'm about to use, the short end of the stick. Oh. Um, <laughs> and so massage tables are a great tool. And, you know, regular people can own massage tables. You know, Amazon would deliver it for 150 bucks. I was just with an extraordinary new, new lover, and he's well known um, in the sex field, and I'm not going to out him here. And for our time together, um, I told him to order a table. He was like, a table? He's a rigger, a rope guy. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Order, order a massage table. Bring it to my hotel. So he did. And I put him on the table and gave him a session. And he said, oh, my God. So I've never been so relaxed and so aroused at the same time. And I came so hard, I think I threw out my shoulder. <laughs> and so. <laughs> That's a good one. Right, <laughs> so, so, you know, this is an experienced sex professional, right? Hasn't had this experience. And, you know, yeah, he does porn. And, yeah, he does this. And, yeah. 
but that's performance sex. Like there's like being sex, like really having sex and there's performing sex. What I'm talking about is being sex and that takes time. And it isn't always simultaneous. It's sometimes taking turns in, in giving and receiving. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, this is like, arousal has just really entered our lexicon. Five years ago, you weren't even hearing about arousal. I was going to write a book 10 years ago called The Arousal Principle. And my editor said to me, but who would buy that? And who uses the word arousal? Well, how quickly things have changed. Yeah, they have. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because of podcasts like yours and what's going on in social media, the world has opened up. And I'm just going to say for men and especially for women, because men have always had some kind of access and women have. Well, okay. So Pamela, this is, I, I love all of this insight and you're just, you're kind of uh, an OG in my opinion, like just <laughs> the the originator of so much of this talk about pleasure, really. It's people's pleasure. So you mentioned people of all genders with all bits can experience this long tail arousal, right? Long tail arousal. arousal. Uh I like it. So why, why don't people experience this long tail arousal? Well, I think as we started in the beginning of, of our conversation, we followed a patriarchal model of get hot, get wet, get in. You know, most women are recipients of premature penetration. And then the guy comes and then it's sort of over, right? Because that's what men have been taught. And then women who have generally been in a passive erotic role often don't know more than what their lovers are giving them. Or at least that's how it was. But it's really still. I mean, I work with women in their 30s. I mean, I get the occasional 23, 24-year-old bops in the door. And then all the women are like, oh, my God, she has a whole life of this ahead of us. You know, they're, they're jealous because she's getting all this information. But women from, you know, more average into their 30s all the way up to their 90s. And their life experience is just not what we're talking about with sex. It's just not. Not what's being offered to them. And it's usually very goal-oriented sex where their lover is just trying to get them, quote unquote, off. And they don't understand about the pleasure of arousal, also the healing in arousal and what happens in our body and the movement, the breath, the release that can happen, the readiness for climax, you know, where you're like begging like, oh my God, please, just now, please. And then still waiting a little bit longer. So um, I think I kind of went off a little bit from your question. But historically, there's not been any teaching around this. And, you know, we masturbate. It's the, you know, that's always been the silent and quick rule. Everyone know about that? Silent and quick rule? To, to get, it, get it over with one and done, get it over with. One and done, yeah. Right, yeah. Got to be quiet, got to mm-hmm. be quick. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I still do that. My husband's in the other room and I just want to like, you know, I don't want to deal. I don't want to make love. I just want to, I just want, I just want to come. I'm not interested in, in arousal in that moment. I just want to come. It's one and done, quiet and quick. It's children. That's what we're taught. And we bring that culture with us. I think it's changing. Because people are getting information now. And I think partners are learning about arousal and wanting to offer a longer meal. Mm. And if we want to call that edging, let's call it edging. But it's grander, really, than edging. Because edging really talks, I think, more about genital play. Like my fingers, can you tell that I'm a sex ed professional? Yeah, we can fingers see those fingers. Going, wee, wee, wee. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> see, I told you there would be sock puppets going on, but it's right, right. my fingers with red it's, nail it's, polish. It's, it's, <laughs> right. It's Pamela's like, yeah. So if we could get folks to climb on tables, you know, like think of a massage table as the best sex toy you've ever had. And, and one of the it, biggest, probably. <laughs> and one of the biggest, but it folds yeah. up. Yeah. And it allows your partner 
to have access to all of you, all of you, because they can walk around. They can climb on top, right? Um, they can tie you to a massage table if mm -hmm. they want to. Um, it has tremendous access. You know, I want to sit on a table or one of my practitioners wants to sit at a table and um, let's say the woman is lying down on the table, can pull their bodies forward and wrap their legs over their legs. And then they have like a front row seat to that vulva or cock mm -hmm. if it's a man, right? And then you have all of that landscape. You have all the all you have access to the legs, inner thigh, belly, breasts by sitting on a massage table and having your partner lay down and have their legs like kind of looped over you. And so it, and you, it's great for fucking, mm -hmm. you know. So if you want to really experience um, being a pleasure warrior, get a table. It's a great way of, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking when you're talking about table, I was like, why do we have couches? I could just put a massage table here with some pillows there. And that could be like where I watch my, my movies and my shows. And then when I want to have sex, I have this nice, firm, easy access table to go and have all kinds of good times. The one I, that has the one that you, is automated to, ooh, that can go up and down though. Right. Is that what you're talking about? I hope so, Amy. Otherwise, I'm not no, no, watch I'm not. No, oh, okay, no, okay. I'm not. No, I'm just saying uh, it could just be. I mean, I bet you my couch behind me. It could be raised. I mean, it doesn't have to have like hydraulics or anything like that. Some like electronic system. But I mean, some people want to be on a lower level. And I, I, April and I both experienced um, sexological body work with with Dolly. Actually, uh, she was here actually in my living room here, I believe. Uh, cool. And and it was awesome. We had our separate sessions there on the massage table. And I've had a couple other sessions with people. My partner also offered um, to use a massage table to just to to pleasure me and to explore my body. And um, there is, I do understand what you're talking about, that it creates this um, great positioning, easy access. It also really invites the person that is on the table to receive the session because it's really, people are not usually having, you know, mutual sex on massage tables. Sometimes they are. Um, but you know, when we do try to do that in the bed, you know, if I, and my partner will do this for me sometimes, do some like pussy massage or things in, in the bed. I can surrender into it, but there's something about being on the table that really invites more of that. It's your ritual space. Mm -hmm. yeah. It can really like, create a, a ritual space. So if you sit up the table for your partner and they come home and the table is open, maybe there's a few petals, right? Leading to the table and things are set up. That's a welcome mat for pleasure, right? Oh, you did that for me. Um, you know, there's something beautiful about that. There's a seduction in, I want to just give to you and have you receive. And it doesn't mean that it doesn't switch, okay? So like most of my lovers have been um, in the field and we may start out like doing one-way touch and, you know, in, in lovership, things shift, right? Which is different than what would happen at, let's say, a paid for sexological body work session um, or at my retreat. Like that doesn't ever shift, <laughs> you know, but with a lover, things can shift. And from being one thing to them being another, we just need folks to slow down. Absolutely. Slowing down is something we talk about all the time on this show, Pamela. And we should trademark the go slower than slow and then slower than that. But Amy has a t-shirt, so she wears it all over Santa Cruz and it's perfect because... Uh, it's trademarked, everyone. You can't take it. Sorry. trademarked. <laughs> it is. Um, so I have a question because you touched a little bit on the arousal arcs uh, in, in, I think, a couple of questions ago. And I'm curious about... I can, I can envision an arc of arousal and when you're building and building and building and then, you know, the peak. But what, what are arousal arcs in, in the world of Pamela Madsen? Because I know you have some great things that I want to trademark. No, I won't, though. I won't steal any of them. <laughs> it's all right. Um, so we talk about upregulation and downregulation. Okay, so that's, that's a way of, of thinking. It's other language. All right? So maybe a session starts with, you know, I'm touching hands, right? And moving slowly in that way. Or maybe it starts with a game. So that would be a downregulated way to start where we're just moving and breathing together, right? It'd be downregulation. But maybe I'm going to start the session with 
being playful and having myself be chased around the table. Like, oh, you're going to get me? You know, and have, you know, some big guy pick me up and throw me on the table because that's fun for me. It may not be fun for you or you or you or you. Maybe it's about me. It's my session, right? I get to kind of lead it, right? And so um, I could be starting from this very upregulated place, this very playful place. And the music could be pounding and I could be on the table and moving. Because we we teach women not to lick, like it's not a gynecological visit. Okay. This is, you know, we teach active receiving and they get to see all this ahead of time. So maybe I'm moving and it's it's very breathy and there's sound and movement and hands and oil. And then I take a breath. I get to this particular place of arousal and my body wants to come down. And then maybe I want to lie flat for a moment or two, right? And I want the hands to be softer on my body. And that's a down-regulated place. But then I'm ready to go back up again. And so it's playing with the roller coaster. You can't, if you start up at 100, You've got nowhere to go. Is this like diddling the clip? Like, (laughs) (laughs) so you need to be able to like start like at a one and then maybe upregulate and then maybe come back down and then upregulate some more. And those arcs, that's those pleasure arcs that you're talking about, is really energy going up and down. And you're in control of that. You, You as the person on the table are in control of that. A good practitioner, you know, an Epicurean touch master. Oh, honey, you want one of those on your body? Yeah, maybe we should come and do a cradle for you guys. Yeah. I'll get I'll get my guys and we can do it there. Boom. Um, <laughs> we do cradles where there can be two practitioners working on you at the same time. Um, I want that. <laughs> yes. Every, wow. Everyone gets a cradle at a retreat, which is two practitioners at one, one session. So... It's just learning to play with your breath, with movement, being able to use that table. You've seen people um, pole dance, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So imagine the massage table as your own personal pole. And you get on your knees. You can, you know, lie over the table. It's not a passive place. And so the more you're able to move your body, make sound, breathe, um, know your desires, be able to ask for what you want, the more arousal you're going to be able to have and the more arcs mm-hmm. that you will have. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I mean, am, I, am I getting there for you? You got me. Yeah. You got me all, yeah. all up and down. You got me up oh, and okay. down. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Time for a quick break to talk about our hands down favorite lube, who also happens to be a sponsor, Uberlube. Uberlube is a luxurious silicone lubricant that enhances intimacy, and I actually want it all over my body, y'all. I'm not joking. It's long-lasting, and it leaves my skin feeling really velvety, almost silky, and has no flavor or scent. And April, I've heard you say this, great for oral sex. That's right. Mm-hmm. And they happen to have thousands of doctors and therapists in the U.S. alone recommending Uberlube to their patients for various reasons, including it feels amazing on the skin, it's highly body-friendly, it's less likely to change the pH, and that vitamin E leaves the skin feeling nice and moisturized. Uberlube is not just for sex. It's for massage, you can use it for your hair frizzies, for buffing up your tattoos, and it even prevents chafing. It comes in this gorgeous glass bottle that I love, so the aesthetics are beautiful. It has this easy pump top. You're going to love it. It looks more like a cosmetic, so you can leave it shamelessly on your nightstand. Just go to uberlube.com and use discount code SHAMELESS to get 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E.com right now with code SHAMELESS for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast is also brought to you by omgs.com. I've been recommending omgs to my clients for years now, and it's completely changed their lives, including that of my own. Omgs utilizes scientific research of real vulvas showing techniques to pleasure the pussy. And then they turn the research into tasteful educational short videos, animated modules, and infographics. And here's the thing. OMGS is for anyone who wants to learn about vulva pleasure or take it to the next level. 
Hey, vulva owners, want to transform your own orgasms from good to out of this world? Or vulva admirers, want to up your pussy pleasure skills? Well, you gotta check OMGS out now. OMGS studied more than 20,000 people of all ages from 18 to 95. There are three seasons, this is not a subscription service, and you don't need to download anything. There's external pleasure, internal pleasure, and a season all about sex toys. Your purchase helps fund more research, and it's an incredible gift. Go to omgs.com slash shameless to get 10% off right now. Again, that's omgs.com slash shameless to receive 10% off unlimited access towards enhancing your pleasure power. I'm envisioning, you know, being on the table and like ha- having this like witchy, wild session where we're the like tables, convulsing, like yeah, this, like but oh, the tables, yeah. yeah, the table's almost like another lover too. Like I'm grinding on it, rolling all over it, and like drooling on it and scratching it, and but then there's like all these other things going on, and I love the like wild, witchy, orgasmic or arousal state where it just it looks out of this world. You're like, are you losing your marbles? No, you are in pleasure town, and you don't. Is it like 15 minutes? Is it 90 minutes? What what's going on but you know you're following and you're also talking about you I wasn't you didn't say the word the drop but it's the arc where they where there's maybe a, like a more mellow point so maybe I'm not looking super witchy and turned on and I, I might be crying I don't know um and I've experienced that with pleasure too which brings me to sex study time so you recently conducted a study on pleasure and arousal didn't you and I'm wondering if you can share more about this with our listeners I'm sure you learned a lot all about this arousal arc and all of the the things about pleasure in your study well let me just a very soft correction not my study Mm. featured in the study okay the lead researcher was Dr. Betsy Crane there were two others and because I had to change houses, I don't have everything in front of me. Those who are watching, I had a little Wi-Fi issue. So I had to go from one place to another. So I don't have everything in front of me. Forgive me. Um, but Dr. Betsy Crane was at Widener University. And she wanted to look at the effects of sexological body work on women. And she came to one of my retreats as an IRB observer. And she was like, oh, my God, we have to like document this. And so she did a long-term study, which she presented at two professional conferences, and we're waiting for it to be published now. So she's she's done it as two presentations at ASAC and at Quad S, and now we're waiting for publication. I can tell you what we learned. So what we learned about women who did immersion. So the key is immersion. I'm just going to say that right off. So the re- the reason she was able to study back back to the body as a model is that our retreats are consistent. So whether you're in Tuscany or Iceland or Maui or Hawaii at a retreat, you're going to get the same five sessions. Okay. You're what every woman is getting is pretty identical. Their experience is different, but the serving is the same. The rules are the same. The guidelines are the same. So it could be studied. It was a repeatable model. So they studied the model. They did pre-interviews, post-interviews, three months after interviews um, with the women, as well as had them do a questionnaire. And what we found out is looking at some of these pillars. So the women who participated in the retreats had better, get this word, genital self-esteem. So they felt better about their pussies after they attended a retreat. They had genital self-esteem. They were able to identify their desires, speak them, know what what felt good for them in their bodies. They were able to um, learn about consent. Yes, no. They were able to direct. They healed relationships with other women. And now we're not talking about erotic relationship, but sisterhood, what they labeled as sisterhood. Lots of women have lots of issues with other women around compare and contrast. What happens at Back to the Body um, is that if everyone's getting the same and you know you're getting two hours and she's getting two hours, you're not fighting over the guy. Everyone's getting the same amount of attention. Then we can turn into cheerleaders for each other when we take away competition. Um, Women found their orgasm. Women found their arousal. 
women were able to initiate sex when they got home. Women who weren't able to do this before. And they lost body shame. And many felt that they released trauma that they held in their body. That's a lot of stuff. And I'm probably leaving some out. And it was quant- it was quantifiable yeah. from how they registered before the experience and then after the experience. And I really think that this is about immersion, that it's not a one-off. You don't just have a session and then leave. Because when you have a session, you have an expansion, right? But then you have a contraction. So if you're in an environment where you're not leaving for seven days, you're having five sessions, you get to expand and contract within within the retreat, within the program. So by the time you leave, you've expanded and contracted maybe 10 times. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So you leave with a net gain, and that's exciting. And what we learned about women is that women need time. Women, you know, we used to do... Um, 90 minutes on the table as a regular program. We now do two hour minimum because we need time. We need, you know what you said, Amy, to to cry, to laugh, you know, to experience pleasure. It takes time for women. We've got a different body than men. And men, once they discover this, they wanted to. And there are programs for men that are based off of back to the body. Um, there's the Apollo Project. I'll give them a plug. There's the Apollo Project for straight, straighter or, or by curious men, but the, it's female practitioners. And then there's the Body Box, which which does this work for gay um, and queer um, men, all based on the same back to the body model. They're colleagues, so we all can have it, even if you don't have a vulva. <laughs> Okay. Well, that le- that is kind of what I wanted to ask in this next question, because this study obviously encompassed a lot of this research found from the back to the body methodology, right? And I would love for you to kind of, and you gave us some good, some good bits, but can you tell us more, okay, about what they are, what this back to the body method and the erotic immersion retreats are when they, when they happened, uh, what can people expect at these um, uh, immersion retreats? And I think you mentioned that they're global and you can access them from anywhere, but uh, maybe maybe I'm wrong about that. Can you just tell us more? I need to know more about sure. Back to the Body. Sure. Tell, I'll tell you more. I'll tell you more. So <laughs> we're based around sexological body work. So that's our core. Is So if you want to learn about sexological body work, you can go to the, go to the internet and Google sexological body work. And you'll see the basis, the basis of sex, sexological body work where practitioners remain clothed. They wear gloves when they're touching genitals. They don't have relationships with their clients outside of session work. Um, they, don't, they don't date their clients. They don't ask for touch. And in fact, it's not even they don't ask for touch. You, you're not allowed. Okay? So... It's the it's the practitioner's responsibility to hold the boundary, and it we it's not even like not encouraged. It's not allowed. So it's one way touch. The back to the body method, and there's a great FAQ on my website about who we are and who we aren't. What the back to the body method does that's a little bit different is that sexological body work was created by Dr. Joseph Kramer during the HIV/AIDS epidemic when he he wanted to give gay men a way to have erotic touch without getting sick. And it was very, very much focused on the person on the table and no two-way intimacy. But when you're working with women, women are just different. So maybe we want a hug. Maybe we need eye contact, right? You know, and so what the back to the body method does is we take sexological body work we expand it a little bit and we allow for intimacy between the practitioner and the client. Like maybe you need to practice having a gaze held. Maybe you need to be cuddled. You know, maybe after you've had 90 minutes on the table, you need to be held. And in strict sexological body work, that wouldn't be allowed. 
but we do that. And we can do that within boundaries. Like nothing more is happening than hugging or petting. They're not robots. Practitioners are not robots. Mm -hmm. And they're having a shared experience with a client. And we acknowledge the shared pleasure loop that's going on. And that that practitioner is with that client in all the fields. And so that's a major difference between um, strict sexological body work and what we've now called the back to the body method. Um, did I, I feel like there was more to the question. Your erotic immersion retreats. So I'm assuming yes. those are, those are for, so those have trained practitioners. And if I'm a, a human that wants to experience this back to the body method, I can hopefully find these erotic immersion retreats where I can experience this. Uh, Absolutely. This, okay. And then, so when are those and, and, and. Uh, sure. Sure. And, and let yes. me just do one more qualifier. Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. The study was not about back to the body. Mm -hmm. The study was about somatic body work. So she was not like looking to like, look at the magic of back to the body, but we were, a, we were a container that could be studied because we were so consistent. Okay. And because we were doing immersion. So she was able to, they were able to study us because we weren't like doing this and then doing this and then doing this, right? Because science needs that to be quantifiable. So her objective was to look at the results of somatic body work um, on clients. So I just wanted to qualify that. So we do about nine retreats a year and um, they're every couple of months and they're anywhere from Colorado to Hawaii to France. Um, you know, we've been in Thailand, we've been in Iceland, they're, they're all over the place. They're in the U.S. and they're international. They vary in price. We're just um, going to be opening up a lower cost one, which by the time maybe this airs, it will be um, on, our, on our website called The Opening for women who just want to have a smaller taste before they eat the whole enchilada. Mm -hmm. But we fill up fast. We fill up fast. A lot of our women do more than one retreat. It's not unusual. I'm like a salty potato chip. You know, like if you eat one. You can't just you have one. one. Yeah, It's hard. There are some women who, who will just have one and walk away. But 98% of the women come back for more. Hmm. And they'll do between three and five retreats over a year or two years, depending on their resources. And then we do private retreats. So, um if you want to work one-on-one, -on -one, it would usually be that client. We work um, with a triadic model. So it would be a female practitioner and a male practitioner with the client. And those are available. And um, and that's also important to know is that we work in a triadic model. Hmm. So at retreats, every woman has a female safe board. And she meets with the client before literally walks them to their session and picks them up after. And then they go to the nest with all the other women who are in various stages of before, during, and after for cuddling and talking. Well, I, lo I love this. Can we just make this a default for um, all people? And um, I don't know, I'm th thinking like rites of passage, but <laughs> like, can this, can this be like one of the standardized tests that they give us in public school? That was bullshit, but this is way better. <laughs> so I mean, I could have totally used this uh, uh, and still at this, you know, like you said, we can always use this and come back over and over again. We you know we have tons of sex educators who come through our program. Hmm. Why? Because where are we going? Yeah. <laughs> like who's going to hold the container for us? In fact, my team, we are giving ourselves a retreat next February because we realized that nobody was serving what we were serving for our clients and that we needed it for our own lives. Um, we all need this work. Um, it's, it's healing. It's really healing work. And our eroticism is constantly changing. Like who I am erotically yesterday is not who I am today. And so we all need the space to play and experiment and have the space held for us. And when we learn how to go deeper and deeper into this into arousal, 
you start to access trance states. And I know we're probably coming to a close, but you start to be able to, people love you know, playing with mushrooms now and going on journeys. You can go on a journey in your arousal. Mm. You really can. And you can have downloads and you can have manifestations and it could all happen. Now we get a little witchy right at the end um, through your arousal. But it really means dropping deep in for a period of time. Just like you changed the uh, the amount of time in the table from 90 minutes to two hours. I feel like interviews with Pamela should be longer than 60 minutes. <laughs> Those should be two hours because I could talk to you for uh, for hours and hours about this. You have so much knowledge. Your The way you, you deliver things, uh, I just feel comfortable with receiving what, what you're offering. And it just makes so much sense, not only for vulva owners, I feel for penis owners as well. Um, which brings me to, unfortunately, you're right. We have to close, um, because right. We'll try to, we try to keep these 60 minutes, but before we do, how can people find you work with you? Uh, they, how can they access back to the body method and the immersion retreats? And also we heard that you have pleasure a pleasure quiz or pleasure quizzes? Is there yes. Okay. Yes, I want to hear about this. So, so we have a brand new pleasure quiz. So what we did was we took all the knowledge that we've accumulated over 10 years of the different, the different ways people land around pleasure. And we developed a questionnaire and they can go right to back to the body.org. It pops right up and it says, take the pleasure quiz and answer the questions. And we will give you a response about where you are in your pleasure potential. Where are you in your pleasure potential? And then we'll send you follow-up emails with advice and support and information on you know, how to move forward to get more. And there's always more. There's more for me. I can't wait to get back on the table. I can't wait to continue this work. It's what lights me up, makes me a little rocket. And you know, if you're not like accessing this, so yes, go to the website, go to backtothebody.org. You'll find everything you need. I'm on Instagram at the Pamela Madsen. And there is a um, at backtothebody.org. And I'm on Facebook where I'm verified for 3,000 years. Mm-hmm. And Pamela Madsen, blue check. You don't want the poor, very well-known, um, she's, she's a conductor in um san francisco she gets confused with you <laughs> yes she gets she used to send me email but she no longer does it so you want the pamela madison with the blue check and probably kind of nakedish pictures on <laughs> on the thing because what i do is i show everyone what we do mm-hmm. and i give images and i'm not frightened of my body and you know i want i want to free women to be shameless Mm-hmm. Shameless theme. <laughs> Shameless theme. Right, right there. Oh, yeah, that's so, great. Well, I was going to say also, the other you. Pamela Madsen seems to use a different wand than you. You have, you're, you're kind of like, <laughs> different. I was yeah. thinking yeah. that too. I was like, well, she's holding a stick of some sort. It's so something. it can be confusing. Yes. <laughs> it's a little confusing. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I keep a lot of information free and available. And the newsletters are great. I just, I write every day. I put it out there for people. Mm-hmm. Love doing, love being with you ladies. I've been mm-hmm. fans for so long. Oh, thank you. And when I got the invitation um, to join you, I was very excited. I even like put on red for you. I know. You beautiful. I, like, red red lipstick. Lipstick. Yes. Yeah, I jazzed up, got lipstick yeah. going. Because um, I stopped having a publicist. So um, it's lovely just to get invitations. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Um, we would be all, happy. You could be expecting another one. Guys. You'll be expecting yeah. another one more. soon. Yeah. Yes. All right. we, we can bring the guys on too. Ooh, let's do that. Yeah. I want to, I want to, so we'll can we have a virtual cradling? <laughs> we, we could do a lot of things virtually, Ooh. but it's also better in person. Oh yeah. You're in LA, right? You're in Southern California. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I live in New York, but I'm in LA a lot, and okay. some of my key practitioners are there. Okay. So, um, oh, I can we can hook this up. Yeah, we'll make oh, it happen, everyone. We will do a live demo from the virtual cradling. I mean, the live cradling. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pamela, we problem. absolutely 
love and adore you. And we will have you back. I love your, um, your charisma, your passion, your knowledge. You're like April said, your relatability. Uh, you really are a pioneer and you're changing the world. Uh, one long arousal something. Long tail, long tail, <laughs> long tail arousal. arousal. <laughs> right. After the right. other. One, one, one happy pussy at a time. Happy pussy yeah. at a time. Exactly. <laughs> and then, and there's a lot of happy pussies that have been in your presence. So, um, so thank you so much. And to our listeners, don't leave yet because uh, as you know, we, we've been, if you're a regular listener for the last month or so, we've been doing uh, Sizzla's teasers, trailers of other podcasts in our wonderful network, the Pleasure Podcast Network. Uh, it's a whole bunch of sex positive podcasts with different focuses and every one is awesome. We love being a part of the Pleasure Podcast family. Uh, before we give you this wonderful teaser trailer from Good Moms, Bad Choices, we, and they've been on our podcast before. And I, did we go on theirs, April? I think we, we have not. Too. Oh, we have not. We invited okay. ourselves, but they didn't have us on. <laughs> We're trying wah, to get on their wah. show. No. <laughs> Come on, Good Moms, Bad Choices. Let's do this. Um, <laughs> so if you have not reviewed us yet, please go and review us on Spotify, um, on iTunes. Go and review us. We love five stars. It helps people find us, find people like Pamela Madsen uh, and you can help change the world one pussy at a time or one cock at a time. Uh, so you can go and join the shameless sex revolution and be a sexual pioneer just by rating us and helping get the message out there. And if you're not following us on TikTok, go follow us on TikTok, Instagram. We have all kinds of videos. Also YouTube, as we said earlier, you can see Pamela live-ish, but in, in the flesh and, and her hot red outfit with beautiful red nails. And I think your microphone or your headphone is red too. So yeah, very appropriate. Um, okay. Is that all I needed to say, April, before we go into the, the sizzla? That's right. Stay tuned. This is going to be a good one. All right. Sizzla time. Here we go. What's up? We're Good Moms, Bad Choices podcast. Two black single moms living in L.A., the valley to be exact. Duh. But don't get it twisted. We keep it 100, real, and unfiltered every Wednesday. This is not your average mom show. No DIYs, mommy hacks. Or complaining about how our kids just hit their 60-month milestone. This is grown folks talk. That's right, because mama got to have a life, too. Nothing is off limits as we discuss mental health, sex, motherhood, dating, culture, and our sometimes bad choices. With a range of guests from social activists to porn star parents, this is a judgment-free zone for moms, women, and anyone looking for their tribe. Join us, your hosts, Erica and Mila of Good Moms, Bad Choices podcast. Every Wednesday on all podcast platforms. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com and for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com.